How's everybody doing? Uh, we're back again now previewing the Bahrain game that uh, Iran will be playing. My time in the morning on Sunday, which is going to be great clash, Iran versus Bahrain. And we're also going to be discussing about our friendly match versus Iraq. Uh, we're back again with the regular panelists, Bobak, Goris, and Sinai Saimion. How you guys doing? Good, good. Nice to be here again, and nice talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great to speak to you guys again, and uh, looking you. forward to discussing yeah. our um, you know, discussing the topics uh, in mind for tomorrow's game. Thank you, Sina. Thank you, Bobak. And we're back again now with Pejron Pars, uh, which he runs his own blog. Uh, he was our guest on the last podcast, but he's going to be a regular panelist. And um, I want to thank him for coming on. How you doing, Pejron? Hi, Pasha. Hi, guys. Thank you for the invites. Nice to be back with you guys. Thank you. And today we have a special guest, but he's not going to be special guest anymore. He's going to be a regular panelist throughout this tournament. Uh, for Iran, uh, and um, I want to thank Ali Reza Pekan, who is a football agent, and uh, he's notable for that because he helps a lot of our youngsters. Uh, and, uh, his clients are Saeed Zatulai, Mushaba Jabari, and Reza Kami, to name a few. And I just want to thank him for coming on. How you doing, Ali Reza? Hi, Pastor John. Hello, guys. Nice uh, to talk with you. I hope uh, that we are going to have nice discussions about uh, the Iranian national team. Thank, thank you for the advice. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys for uh, all your input and stuff. And it's going to be a great, interesting podcast we're going to do throughout this tournament. Now, the first thing I want to touch point on is going to be the friendly match we had versus Iraq. Obviously, we're the less prepared team than mostly of the big nations and the people in our group, obviously. But um, I'm going to touch this with Bobak first. Um, can you just give me just a short brief about your overall, sum up your overall performance of what you thought Iran did versus uh, Iraq? Yeah, um, to be honest, when I saw the starting lineup, I was a little bit surprised. I thought due to the fact that we had uh, very <coughs> little preparation, we would potentially have uh, play more of our regulars. But uh, looking at... I mean, once that shock uh, sub subsided, uh, I looked at the facts, and fact is, Quayrosh has a lot of confidence in his own tactical ability and probably believes in his players very much. That's why he's taken the same core from the last uh, tournament, and uh, there's a possibility that we would face Iraq in the next round. So uh, overall, performance-wise, I thought uh, took us the first 15-20 minutes. We were a little bit uh, nervous and reckless. That was to be expected, uh, especially at defense. Uh, we were uh, clearing the ball. We were not combining well. Uh, Iraq themselves, they were getting into decent positions, but they were not able to, they didn't have the quality to penetrate us. Uh, as the game wore on, we got a little bit more comfortable, but uh, I wasn't impressed from the performance uh, because we couldn't really string that many passes together or have really good build-up play. But individually, there were one or two players who, uh, let's say, they left a good impression. Uh, Sardar Azmoun in uh, attack, uh, he was lively, he was uh, pressing all the time. Uh, his goal, obviously, was uh, very good as well. Rafi, I thought he was very busy as well, although he was probably trying too hard to impress. Pura Ganji in defense, uh, his, his first center uh, game at centre-back, he was decent. Uh, the goalkeeper looks like a dominant figure, Beiron Vand, for the future. Uh, but overall, I think we got a good result as usual, but performance-wise, uh, not much for me to be excited about. Sina? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Babak uh, pretty much uh, pointed out all the, uh, all the things that needed to be said. Um, although I think... As uh, as he said, you know, it was a team made of, of uh, mostly our reserves players, and 
it was interesting because uh, we we played with two strikers in Osmoon and uh, Ansari Fad and Ansari Fad captaining uh, the team on the day he, he didn't look um, he didn't look sharp let's say he, he kind of disappointed me but um, there was also the two our two new players on the right hand side with uh, Rafuri and uh, the the young right side of player in uh, Romin Rezaian and. They did. I thought they did all right. Uh, Rafuri pushed on forward really well, even though he's a right back um, for his club, Asapahan. Uh, but uh, Rezaian, he's 22 and um, he looked really eager to to make an impression. He was putting the challenges in. He looked. Uh, he looked. He looked really up for it. And I think uh, that's what um, Kerosh really wanted to see. Also, there was uh, Omid Ibrahimi as well in midfield. Um, he he was inconsistent during the game a little bit, but he did uh, he did he did all right altogether. There was a um, few times when he did break up the play uh, really well with with a couple of good interceptions and tried to um, play off of the pass and, and make a move. And uh, it was it was all right to see. But um, there was also our centre backs. You know they, they weren't they were they're not actually centre backs. Pura Ganji is um, is a defensive midfielder and Bake Zadeh, who unfortunately. Um, it was injured a few days ago and had to be sent back home. He's a left back, and um, they weren't really tested as much, but uh, they looked solid. Um, kept a clean sheet for us, but uh, yeah, I think it was uh, it was mostly about finding out who the um, third choice uh, centre back was going to be because, you know, as we've mentioned, we've only we only have uh, two uh, re- recognised centre backs in Hosseini and Sadari, and I think Ganji did himself um, a favour in uh, in terms of uh, showing. His abilities. Ayrez, what did you make out of this uh, game versus uh, Erag? Pashajan, uh, it was a good game from these uh, new players. I don't call them youngsters because, uh, in my opinion, uh, they are 22, 23. These guys have to play in the national team. Um, <clears throat> they made a good impression, especially Bjorn Vand. He was, uh, was uh, good. He's a good keeper. Also, for uh, for Tehran, he's doing well all season, and uh, he's a solid player. I think he deserves to uh, to uh, to play on the Asian Cup. However, Hariri is a wonderful keeper, but I think uh, Bernard has the skills to be uh, in the next ten years uh, the first uh, keeper of Iran. So I think we uh, we must give him the chance to prove it, and uh, I think Asian Cup, uh, especially with uh, with the Bahrain, uh, Bahrain match coming up, he can prove it. And uh, and uh, to give an answer on your uh, question, it's also uh, Rafuri is also uh, a nice uh, a nice player. I think he's uh, he has very uh, skills. He's a quick player, so I think he is also uh, deserves a, new, a chance in the national team. Pejman, uh, I don't really have much. To add, uh, I do agree that Ansarifad made a poor game. Peron Van looks solid, and uh, also interesting to see players like uh, Paul Reganji <laughs> and uh, Amiri getting some time. Uh, I I found uh, Rezoyon um, a little bit too too eager, or maybe like uh, unpolished. He seemed a little bit. Uh, wild in my opinion uh, maybe he wanted to show himself off a little bit too much making some errors uh, and also i think rafi lost the ball a little bit too often but all in all it was a good performance thinking that these guys have uh, 
they don't have uh, any caps or very few of them. So uh, all in all, it's it's a good experience for them. Thank you, guys. Now, my second question, coming back to Iraq, we've obviously discussed about Ebrahimi, Rafi'i, Ghafuri, and Ozmoun. Um, considering that our starting 11 versus Iraq was made mostly of our uh, reserve players, domestic players in Iran, who impressed you the most and increased his chances of pushing for a starting spot? Sina. Well, I mean, Sadar Azmoun certainly didn't uh, do himself any harm uh, scoring goals. He scored against South Korea and he scored a few in um, in the uh, South Africa and the Portugal camp as well. So he's certainly uh, been giving headaches to Kairos for his um, starting 11. But uh, I think after you know the fact that we saw a centre-back feature at right-back in the world, <coughs> That shows, uh, you know, the, the the right back spot is still available, and I think Kafuri certainly made a good impression. And um, personally, I, I expect him to to start at right back. I think uh, getting forward, he's he's good. He, uh, you know, he's he's a quick player. He's he's good on the ball, and um, you know, the what I certainly believe is that we are a team that uh, always had. Um, Good fullbacks in terms of getting forward, and I think Kafuri certainly falls into that category. And uh, if given the chance, I don't think uh, it will disappoint. So, like, Iraza, who would you say um, out of these reserves players deserved a starting place in a starting eleven? Yeah, just ran into a little bit technical difficulty. Um, Sina, could you say um, so? You agree that Kafuri deserves a starting place? Uh, in Kairos' side? Yeah, certainly. I mean, that's my uh, personal opinion. I think um, I think from uh, the, the options that we have at um, right-back, uh, Rafuri is certainly uh, one that would uh, play well if he's, uh, if he's given the chance. So, um, yeah, I would, I would certainly want to see him in the starting eleven tomorrow against Bahrain. Ayrza, so... Sina thinks that Gafuri deserves a starting place because he, he's, he's impressed not only domestic league but in the game versus Iraq. Um, do you agree? that is that a player that you want to see in the starting eleven, Or is it somebody else from our uh, domestic players that you think deserves it? Yes, I agree with uh, Sina. Especially because Edari uh, uh, is, isn't fit 100%. So I think he can start. But uh, Sardar... Azmoun has played well and scored in the last two matches. And uh, he's, he shows his talent and uh, he's eager to, to, sh to show to the world. So I think it's, it's good for a striker that mm -hmm. he has com uh, confidence and he can, uh, especially against uh, the Arabian uh, countries like Bahrain, Qatar, Emirates, he can, can do something, I think. Pejman, um, who would it be or do you agree with the guys? Yeah, I can see Wulia Kafuri starting uh, at the right, uh, and I think Osmoon could very well take a position uh, in the front if he decides to play with two uh, uh, forwards. Babak? Uh, personally, if Kafuri was going to start at right back, then I would have liked to have seen him play at right back. He played largely as a right winger against Iraq. Uh, I think if Heydari is fit, he's going to start. What happens in the second game is possible things can change. But I don't think any of the players who started against Iraq will start. Uh, I would like to see Sardar Azmoun start. Uh, 
possibly uh, behind uh, Reza Gucharinejad, uh, or maybe as it progresses to come on instead of Reza. Especially if Reza is not getting that much support, I feel Azmoon can uh, push the line a little bit further uh, than Reza can. Uh, so Omid Ibrahimi as well. Uh, I feel I, I enjoyed seeing him. I think if Taimurian is not able to play, I think he can slot him. Yeah, he needs to be a little bit more composed, but uh, he has to lose the opponents, which is good. Thank you, thank you guys for your input. Uh, now we're gonna preview, you know, obviously our first game against Bahrain, which is gonna be a crucial one because Bahrain compared to Qatar and UAE is supposed to be the weakest side. And um, some interesting things that I found out was that. Last time we played versus Bahrain, I believe it was in the World Cup qualifier, if I'm not mistaken, back in 2011, which uh, we drew 0-0. And the last time that we lost against them was 4-2, right? And the interesting with that is it was a friendly, but only Hart, Safi, and Heydari were the only two remaining players that we have now that were back in that squad. Not even Nekunam or Andre Nektamarin were called back. Uh, so it's been, a, it's been a long time since we played them. However, I want to come back to you with Ayreza. Before even we get into uh, specific details between Iran and Bahrain, looking at our lineup, um, what 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 is your preferred lineup, Ayreza, versus Bahrain? Or not just Bahrain, but in the whole sense of the tournament. Is that the same lineup you'll go for everyone? Or is this just a specific uh, lineup you'll go for Bahrain? Kairos uh, has shown that uh, he keeps uh, confidence in his own players. He uses uh, 14, 15 men. I think he's going to play uh, like the World Cup, the 4 1, the 4 1. Uh, and the wingers, yeah, it depends how you look. If the dip, if the wingers play to, uh, a little bit higher, then it's a 4 3 3. But uh, I think uh, we don't have creative players. I think he's, uh, he has, uh, he made in the last years, he made a counter attack football. So I think he's going to play a 4-1. Four, 4-1. One. Four, one. So that is what I think. I think that Heydari will play. With uh, the uh, two defenders, uh, Hosseini and Saleri. Puladi. And Nekonam Teimurian. Uh, Dejaga. Hadzafi. And Reza Guchanajat. Thank you. Um, I think I think Shojai is not going to play. You think Shojai, but you think Pulati is going to start, which is very interesting. Bobak, do you agree with uh, Ali Reza's lineup, especially considering that Pulati hasn't played for a long, long time, and uh, is he really match fit, or would you put Hart Safi as left left back, or um, what, what what would what would you go with? I think it's purely going to depend on if Kurush thinks that Pulati is match fit. It's, uh, he looked, uh, he looked a little bit tired towards the end of the last game, uh, but it was a week ago, so the rehab might have been good. Uh, I would like to think that for the first game, Hatsapi um, will play left-back, which is an offensive move, and uh, maybe we'll have uh, Shojai, uh, Dejaga, and Jahan Baksh behind Reza. Uh, I think he may go a little bit more offensive in this game than in the games after, where we can see Essa and Hatsapi move to midfield, next to Taimurian and uh, uh, Nekunam. But uh, more or less, I agree with this lineup. Pejman? So, Pejman, considering what um, Bobak and um, Ayreza said, um, do you agree with the 
with their lineup, or would you go with something completely different against Bahrain? Um, uh, it's, it's a hard question. I, I, I do agree that their lineups could very well be, be possible. I think one good thing that we have to remember, remember here, uh, what Kerouch has done, is that we're less dependent on individual players, and we're more dependent, or we're more as a team now, making it uh, important that all players, no matter what position they play, they follow the same tactics and the same idea. Uh, in that way, I'm very hopeful. Although that doesn't mean that we can uh, have players like uh, Dejaré on, on the bench. Nevertheless, uh, I think the, uh, the lineups could very well happen. See you um, Yeah, I agree. I think there's, uh, there's two, three lineups that... Uh, well, happen, but uh, as I said, I, I think it's not, it's not something that I would put out. But I think what Kero might do is play Bafuri at right back and play Heydari at right middle, right wing, if you like, uh, as, he, as he has done on, on, uh, on many occasions down the years. So I think uh, he might go with that lineup. Um, Puladi is, is, is a bit of a weird one because. Uh, if Begzade was still fit, we might have uh, made an argument for it for Begzade to start, um, considering Puladi's fitness. But as we know, Begzade was injured a few days ago, and I don't think um, Kerush is um, planning on playing Harsafi at left back. So we might uh, very well see Puladi starting solely because um, he, he doesn't really have much of uh, much of a choice uh, to you know to consider. Mm-hmm. Now my next question for you guys is sorry, sorry, Pasha. If no I problem. Can just uh, ask something. Uh, yes. Casino mentioned Heydari. If Heydari is yeah. going to play double up with Kafuri on the right, mm-hmm. where does that leave uh, Ali Reza Jahanbash? Because for me, he should be the first name on the team sheet. No. Yeah, I, I personally think he should start as well. But uh, from from what we've seen of Kairos and, and the way he he lines up, he's obviously a, a big fan of Heydari and Heydari admitted this week that uh, if it wasn't for Kairos being the manager, he might not have been called up to uh, to the Asian Cup or the squads before that. So it clearly shows uh, Kairos believes in him and, and trusts him and sees something in him. So I think he might uh, he might start at right, right, mid or right wing. I don't think it's necessary because, let's be honest, Bahrain wouldn't pose the threat of Bosnia or Nigeria as we saw in the World Cup. So we wouldn't, we wouldn't necessarily need to have a... a defensive-minded right-winger playing that role. But, uh, you know, it's, I think it's an option that Kairos will um, will consider. So I want to keep um, touching on this point. Um, I'm going to with you, Ali Do you agree with um, Kairos going with this too conservative tactic, as Sina has mentioned? Or, you know, it's against Bahrain, and, um, you know, we're, suppo- we're much, supposed to be much better than them, and we're trying to get a three points. Or um, would you agree with what Sina is saying in that sense, playing too conservative? Because uh, we know Kairos is known for that. Or uh, it would be more open free play with Deja again, Ali Reza Jambash on the, on the wings, for example. Yes, that is what I, that is what I was telling. Yeah. Uh, Kairos uh, don't play uh, a lot of attack football. So I think against uh, Bahrain, we must play 4-3-3 with, uh, with, uh, with the wingers, uh, Alias Jambash and Dejaga. And uh, we must attack uh, because it's a must win. We must win against Bahrain. If we, we don't win, we, we draw, then we get uh, a lot of problems because it's not only football, it's also 
political game uh, with those uh, Arab countries. So I think we must pressure them. We must 90 minutes play full press football. And in my opinion, it's it's gonna be a one way uh, one way match, and uh, we will score two three goals if we attack. If we don't attack, if we play a four one four one, it could it could be difficult because Bahrain is not uh, gonna attack. So in my opinion, we must press forward. We must uh, 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 put the balls in the in the box and the strikers. They they must have a good day. And they, are, they must score. That's the only way to win against uh, this Bahrainis because we don't have a lot of creative players. And, uh, and a few matches ago, uh, we played against them. It was Moshtaba Jabari. And a few years ago, it was Ali Karimi. This was these were creative guys. We don't have it. But what Pejman said, uh, Kevers is one, a great coach. He made uh, he made uh, Iran a great team, a spirit that that we have never seen before. At the World Cup, if, if you if you look at the World Cup, what Iran was, uh, how Iran was playing, okay, they were not attacking, but uh, we don't consider a lot of goals. So I think it's it's for uh, uh, Bahrain, Qatar, and the Emirates. It's impossible to score against Iran. That's my opinion. If they play uh, with with the same intention at the World Cup, but we have a problem with scoring. And. I think we must uh, put pressure on Bahrain. Uh, we are not creative, so we must uh, press as a team that we, uh, we will overrule them. Pejman, would you like to add anything to uh, what Sina's lineup said and the rest of the panel? Uh, just very shortly. Uh, uh, you know, after 90 minutes, it's not important if what we call it 4 2 3 1, 4 1, 4 1, 4 4 2. Uh, I do agree with uh, Ali Rezo uh, saying that the amount of creative players is something that we lack of, and I think that's something we uh, that can harm us in the end. But uh, we, m- we must not forget, uh, as I think Sino or Bobak said, that after all, this is Bahrain we play against, not Bosnia and not Argentina. <coughs> so uh, I'm still confident. Thank you. Um, yeah, sorry, uh, just, to, just to make one last point. Uh, Ali Rezo is absolutely right in saying, um, you know, we... It's, it's a game that we have to win. We, we absolutely have to win. And I think that mindset might just uh, make carers think, well, do you know what? It's a game that we have to win. We can't afford to lose. So why not just go out there and make sure we keep that clean sheet from the start, which is, a, which is our philosophy uh, under it, making sure things are solid at the back, to make sure we keep that clean sheet. And once we, we've got into the game, then play a more offensive game and we could see that with the substitutions in the second half, if he stops hindering on the right, then we could see Jahomash coming on very early in the second half to add about more firepower. Again, it depends on how, how he, he sees the game, how he analyzes Bahrain and, and how he wants to change. Thank you. Uh, uh, sorry, can, can I just add a little yeah, of something? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, uh, I agree with everyone. <laughs> thing is, when was the last time Iran was able to take the game to the opposition and uh, be creative, be incisive, uh, open up the defense? Uh, that's not a style of football we're able to, uh, uh, let's say, execute well. And that's the main reason why we were in trouble at a point to qualify for the World Cup. And Kirosh had a complete 180-degree thinking, changed his thinking, and uh, set up the team in a different way. Uh, I think he's going to put attacking players on the in the side, not necessarily put a conservative lineup, but I 
really think that the style of play should not deviate too much from what we've seen over the last 12 or uh, 18 months because the players haven't really played that way. I would be more worried if we tried to play a different type of football because it may allow uh, the opposition to get in at the back as well. Uh, Jahan Bach, for me, has to start. There's no way I would be happy if he's on the bench and Heydari and Gafuri play there. So, uh, yeah, overall, I think we may have an attacking lineup, but the play should be a little bit uh, cautious. Thank you. I have uh, one question coming back to this uh, before we get into and touching base on Bahrain. Is that looking at our players, and uh, we have a good visual representation on paper who's going to start. If you had to pick out one key player that could dominate this game for us and could be that one man that could change this whole game for us, coming to you, Peshman, who would you say it's going to be? Who's going to be the, the player that will dominate for Iran? Yeah, someone that is going to be the game changer, someone that uh, we need to be on, on his best form. Uh, I have uh, earlier said Nekunam, but I think I'm going to change my mind this time uh, because uh, I think our, our internationally experienced players, such as uh, Dejare and Gouche Lejad, one of them will be very crucial for us because this is games that will probably uh, be be playing more offensive than in the World Cup. So it's very important for these kind of players to step up and do what they do best. They're doing okay in the Arab leagues that they're playing, and it's these kinds of players that they play against every week. They know what they're up against. Uh, therefore, I, I can't see them being surprised uh, of how Bahrain and Qatar and UAE will play. So hopefully... Uh, We'll see uh, Dejava doing as great as he did in his debut against uh, Qatar when he scored two goals. Sina? Um, sorry, what was the question again? So. Oh, they start key player, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, or somebody well, that do you think is going to be the big key player, not just in the tournament, tournament aspect, but against Bahrain, that we definitely need to be on his best, and somebody that could change the game for us, that one man, who would you think is going to be? I think one thing that for we me? certainly need to point out is uh, something that uh, Pejman has been uh, mentioning a few times, and it's the fact that we, we don't rely on individual players anymore, and we play more as a team, mm-hmm. and I think that will certainly come into effect, whether we play against Bahrain or... Argentina or Brazil or anyone else, but um, yeah, I think players, big players, uh, you know, whether it's Nekunam, Andranik, Wuchanaja, uh, uh, these players are certainly players that we look up to 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 make things happen. I think Nekunam certainly on set pieces um, is something we we will definitely look to 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 score a few goals. He's scored a, a numerous amount of goals from set pieces in terms of uh, you know whether it's or direct free kicks. So I think uh, that's a, uh, you know, a positive point for us uh, to have um, top players for set pieces, corners and free kicks, etc. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's important. Yeah. But as you said, Deja which and Deja are certainly players. Yeah. Uh, we should look to form not only because they've played in Europe before and they have that European upbringing, if you like, but uh, because in recent you know few months they've been playing against um, this kind of football in, uh, around the Persian Gulf, and um, we should look to them to um, to perform. Bobak. 
Pejman said it perfectly, really. Uh, I do think the players that play in the leagues, uh, like uh, the Qatari League, for example, will uh, can step up more comfortably. Um, personally speaking, I keep on talking about him. Alirza Jahanbaksh, I feel if we're going to have a really good tournament and go really far, this guy can really become one of the stars in Asian football. Um, I think there will be a lot of scouts there as well, or there should be at least. He's got eight goals and 12 assists this season and only 20 starts, so uh, he's very productive. Uh, he may be a surprise for a lot of the opponents who are not that familiar with him. He's a new name for them. He's a new name for us as well. So uh, I would like to think that this guy can have a very, very big tournament among the best players in the tournament. Thank you. Adriza, anything you would add, like to add? Yeah. I think John Bash. John Bash has uh, a great, uh, great is in great form. He's, he's young. He, uh, a lot of scouts of big clubs are watching him. He knows it. Uh, I think he's gonna prove himself. I think it's uh, he has great uh, mentality. He's a great professional. I, I know uh, Ariza um, because my friend is his agent, and uh, I think he's, he has a great mentality. He, he runs all the time. He fights all the time. His physical are good. He has good technique. His, his uh, set pieces are also nice. He has a great, uh, great pass. I think it, I think it's gonna it's gonna be the best player for Iran. And I think also he's gonna I, I, he's gonna start in my opinion because uh, the Jaga is also good, but the 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 mental the mental will of uh, John Bash is, 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 is enormous. It's very big. He, he wants to prove himself. He wants to be the man of Iran. Right. So, Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. do, you guys, do you guys think he will have the freedom that he has in NEC in terms of getting forward and roaming from his position? Because I'm glad to believe he doesn't just play a right wing. He, he, he has the uh, the pass to, to roam around, uh, you know, not necessarily the pitch, but he doesn't keep a certain position. And I, do you think he will? Uh, he will have that option playing for Iran. He will have that freedom. Uh, you want I to... think so uh, because uh, the national team of Iran they they, are, they don't have a uh, number ten. We have we have players who can play on the ten like Mohamed Nouri or Sadirian Mosalman. They can play on the ten, but we didn't pick them. So it's gonna be it's gonna be we have space over there, so they can cut inside. But I think uh, uh, Kairos uh, gives uh, gives uh, uh, the creative players gives uh, all the they can fulfill all the chances. Bobak. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, there's no reason why he can't have some freedom. Uh, overall, in the games we've seen him play for Iran, whether it's starting against uh, Korea, I think it was, or whether it's coming off the bench uh, at the World Cup, you notice he was very busy. He was running, he was pressing, he was cutting inside, he was sending balls in. He's an active type of player. That's his style of play. So uh, I don't think he's going to be too restricted, uh, especially in these three games where he's going to have the a chance to attack his uh, fullback or cut inside in the space which Ali Reza said exists in this team, especially if uh, Ehsan Hoysafi plays in uh, midfield alongside Temurion and um, Nekuno. Pejman? Uh, well, we started with me, so I don't, I don't have anything to add, really. <laughs> so we're going to go touch base on the Bahrain and see their... So now we want to touch base on Bahrain and what this tournament means for them and how they're going to approach us against uh, 
against us. So, Baba, can you tell us some about about Bahrain? Because I know you're, you know, a good general overview of Middle Eastern countries, especially in the, the Arab countries, and uh, some key players that Bahrain have that could tr- cause us uh, troubles. Yeah, um, well, Bahrain generally didn't have a good tournament at the Gulf Cup, uh, which is the main, uh, let's say, main tournament when it comes to the Persian Gulf countries other than Iran. They really take it very seriously. Uh, Some of them actually prefer winning that than even qualifying for the World Cup. Uh, It's very big there. Uh, They went out of the group stage with a couple of draws and a defeat. Uh, The preparations was a little bit up and down, but then last uh, he's Bahraini. He just took over recently. Uh, when it comes to uh, players, some of them will be familiar to Iranian fans. Uh, the goalkeeper Said Jafar, he's their number one still. Uh, you have Mohamed Hussein, he's the captain. He's the, the number two. He usually wears the number two. Uh, he's about 34 now. He's playing in Saudi Arabia. You have Hussein Ali Baba. He was one of the players who uh, played in that infamous uh, 3-1 defeat for Iran all those years ago. Uh, you have uh, in midfield uh, number seven, Abdul Wahab Al Safi. He's a pretty good player. He's uh, playing in Saudi Arabia as well. For me, the star man is uh, Fauzi Ayesh. He's uh, from North Africa. I think he's Algerian originally. He was naturalized as a Bahraini a few years ago. He's a uh, number 10. He actually wears the number 12, but uh, he's a number 10 type of player. He can also cut inside. He's very dangerous. Uh, definitely too good for uh, Bahrain, I would say. Uh, tall, skinny. Uh, he's good. He's quick. He's very. Uh, he's. Uh, he hassles the opponents. He gets into good positions. He scores a lot of goals. So he's going to be the danger man. And then uh, J. C. John. He was, uh, I think, another naturalized player from Africa, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure which country it could be. Uh, could be Nigeria originally, but he's already got 21 goals in 45 games, so it's going to be uh, those two are going to be the front two. I think they'll play something more like a 4-4-2. Uh, I, I would say overall, uh, they are the easier of our three opponents, but they won't be that easy anyway. They're, they're going to attack. They're not going to necessarily want to sit back with 10 men. I think they will have their chances as well. So we need to start very uh, cautiously and get into the game. But uh, a few good players there, and uh, but we should beat them. There's no excuses for us. Is there anything you'd like to add with what Bobak said? Because I know you touched based on the political aspect of the game. So what does that mean for Bahrain when it comes to politics? And, you know, we know when Arab countries, when it comes to politics, they'd be more vulgar and more willing to play their hearts out. Um, what are your thoughts on Bahrain? Yes, it's uh, not an ordinary game for them. They always want to beat uh, Iran, even uh, if they're chanceless, uh, to, to go on further in the group or... Uh, but they want to beat Iran, so uh, I think it is dangerous for us, and uh, we must have the drive uh, to uh, to win them. And I think the physical contact, we have to be strong. We have to beat them in every uh, in every physical contact. We have to be strong. We have to uh, be as a team. Uh, we work as a team. And then, I, but to be honest, I don't see a lot of uh, problems that we uh, are get, going to get tomorrow. I think we are going to win. And then uh, we will focus on the Qatar match. That's what I think. But uh, the Bobek is more specialized than uh, the Arab countries. He had a great uh, analysis of players. So it makes me nervous a little bit. <laughs> Pejman? Uh, well, 
ballbacks uh, and of Bahrain was really great. Uh, he knows a lot of them, about them more than I do. But the one thing I want to say, this is not just for Bahrain, also for Qatar and UAE, UAE and also for Saudi Arabia and Kuwait, all these Arabic countries around the Persian Gulf, uh, they have this, as a lot of you guys know, they have this strange rule not allowing foreign goalkeepers in their domestic leagues, uh, which I guess the idea is to, to have a better competition uh, uh, for their uh, uh, own uh, goalkeepers. <coughs> but what it's led to is that we see a lot of poor goalkeeping from these kind of countries. Uh, every now and then they get a good goalkeeper, but... Uh, Generally, uh, I think that that could be one of our strengths, to really testing their goalkeepers uh, in this uh, tournament and uh, finding their weaknesses. Because, oh boy, do they do have some weaknesses. Uh, if any of you guys saw this Saudi Arabia versus China today, we saw the Saudi goalkeeper uh, being really slow and poor decision uh, many times. Sino? Yeah, I, I think um, they certainly will look to this game to um, get a draw. You know, they won't they won't really have that much hope of uh, winning. Although we won't be underestimating them uh, for sure, but um, I think they'd be very very happy with the draw, and I think that's how they'll they'll try to approach the game as well. Um, which you know, it doesn't really it could work for us or it couldn't, considering the way we decide to play against them. We know the importance of it for them and for us as well after you know, uh, the many eventful games that we've had against um, against Bahrain. But um, I I think uh, it's a game that we definitely have to win. Whether we want to go go up uh, as a second spot team or, or we want to top the group, this is a game that we have to win and uh, um, I'm hoping that we, we get the result as well. Uh, thank you guys for input. We're going to go to the last section about predictions of um, this because we know, you know, it's a tournament and always the first game of the tournament is really important, especially that we have Qatar next and they're really, really on top-notch form. Um, I'm going to ask you this, um, Ali Reza. Can you tell me your predictions for this uh, Iran versus Bahrain? So, Ali Reza, can you give us your uh, match prediction for uh, Iran versus Bahrain? I'm going, uh, I think it's going to be 2-0 for Iran. But, uh, in the first half, they're going to defend a lot, I think, Bahrain. But after that, I think uh, after the 1-0, they must attack. And I think it's going to be 2-0. I'll, I'll be filled with joy if we score two goals. Um, Sina? Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. I think 2-0 uh, is, is maybe something uh, a little... Like, you know, hoping too much for two goals, but I think it's something uh, we can we can definitely achieve. Uh, so yeah, I'm going for a two 0 as well. Pejman, uh, I'll go with one zero, thinking with my heart. Uh, I don't want my brain in this really because then I will probably say one one. But uh, I'll go with one zero. Sadar Osman scoring once again. Wow, off the bench or a starter? Off the bench, I think. Off the bench. Oh, interesting that. Um, Bobak. Bobak, what's your prediction? 
I'm a bit of a, I don't know if you'd call it a realist or a pessimist, but... Uh, <laughs> we'll call so it I'm a pessimist. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to stick to what uh, Pejman's head was going to be initially, which was uh, a 1-1, unfortunately. But uh, I'm hoping that I will unjinx us that way and we'll get a very comfortable win. Thank you guys for guys, uh, uh, guys. I have a question. Uh, yeah, don't yeah. forget that we that we uh, have beaten uh, South Korea, Uzbekistan, uh, Bahrain. Uh, it's it's not it's not a big competition, you know, for us. And if we don't win, uh, we we will maybe be second in the group, and then we will uh, most likely we will play against Japan. Kiros doesn't want that, you know. He wants to play against uh, Jordan or Iraq. So we must win, you know. So it's, so a draw is not the solution for for uh, the national team. So I think he's going to be he uh, he's telling the players we must win. We we need to win. We must win. So I, I yeah, that's my opinion. A draw is yeah, there is a, I agree. It's the worst of what I uh, what I can think of. Uh, Reza, I agree completely. We have to win, and I'm sure that we will try to win. But my worry is that this team is not built to take the games to opposition which are weaker than us, who is going to give us a little bit of respect and uh, let us have the ball. I'm, I'm worried that uh, we don't know what to do with the ball, ball as much as uh, a lot of the other, <coughs> other team. But I, I'm sure we'll go for the win and I hope that uh, we will get it. Uh, so I was just trying to play devil's advocate with, uh, with the prediction. But uh, <clears throat> generally speaking, I am worried in this group about uh, the fact that we have to take the game to the opponents and maybe we're not able to do so. Sino and Pejo, anything you guys would like to add to this end of the last bits? Uh, I, I do agree with Bobak. Uh, I really hope that uh, uh, Keros have uh, have an idea that actually will will work uh, when we play against these kind of teams because uh, we're not used to uh, having the ball as much as we would probably have against these three teams. Uh, how will we cope with that? Maybe it will be really great, like the the five zero five one uh, wins against uh, Lebanon back uh, a couple of years ago. Who knows? Sina. Yeah, talking of uh, big scorelines, we, we actually won against Bahrain 6-0 um, a couple of years ago in Tehran, but mm -hmm. uh, you know that is uh, definitely not going to be the case this time around. But uh, yeah, I think a bit of optimism is something you can't hide as a fan. Uh, you know, you, you'll always be hoping uh, for a good result. I sometimes feel like I'm an England supporter when uh, when I'm supporting Iran. You know, always hoping for better things, and uh, you know, things don't necessarily work out, but. Yeah, I'm hoping for a 2-0 win or even a 1-0. Uh, I think three points is three points. And a good start uh, will will give us a lot of confidence going into the game against Qatar uh, you know, as our second game. Thank you guys for uh, doing this once again. And um, looking forward to speaking to you guys again soon after the Bahrain game. I hope that um, we'll have smiles on our faces. And I'm looking, especially looking forward to what Bobak has to say if we end up winning. <laughs> but um, thank you guys. And um, if you guys want to find me on Twitter, um, I'm at PASH021. Um, Bobak, what's your Twitter handle for the, for the viewers? Um, yeah, I'm at Babak, B-A-B-A-K, Goldriz, G-O-L-R-I-Z, uh, just straight after each other on Twitter, Babak Goldriz. Sino? Uh, you can find me at S-I-N-A-A-A underscore S-A. Tejman? 
Uh, my Twitter is in Swedish, so it's Iransk football, one uh, word. And for Ali Reza, I'll leave all his bits of information on SoundCloud. Um, if you guys want to contact him via email or have questions or anything, concerns or anything, um, that will be definitely uploaded in his bio. And um, But thank you guys once again for all this, and especially you, Adresa, for joining us. I know you're very, very busy back in Holland, but um, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Pasha, for your hard work.